0: Today's topic will be a bit more political, kind of, uh, than previous episodes. We see how many people nowadays uh, like to give praise about giving governments more control over people's personal life. Um, You know, you go on YouTube all the time and people say, well, you know, if only this, uh, this organization, this company was publicly owned only it was you know state owned and it wasn't private you know um and the thing is is that most of these people hold these beliefs due to a lack of understanding of actually what it is like to live under an authoritarian state or something socialist or communist and uh fortunately or unfortunately uh we do actually have somebody uh dad here who has some uh who, who actually has lived through communism and uh, is willing to share their experiences uh for today so just kind of briefly uh what could you say the structure behind uh communism was like and how did that affect your daily life uh, living in communist Czechoslovakia.
1: Well, let me start first uh, with, uh, I'm going to try to compare, let me let me see it this way, okay? Let me compare first, you know, United States, kind of, uh, the ideal, what actually our founding fathers uh, intended, and compare it with uh, the communist. What was the intention? Because there are, also, there are also some similarities, even though that it was completely different system at the end. So first of all, uh, the communists, they were all about giving the power to the people through the representatives. And when you think about it, it's very, very similar what actually our founding fathers wanted, right? Mm-hmm. having, you know, a republic where, you know, the people, the citizens uh, will elect their representatives and at the state and federal level and those rep- representatives are going to really, you know, do their job which is protecting the country, protecting the citizens and protecting the law. And it sounds very similar with the communists uh, because Kareemola wanted to do the same thing too even the power to the working man or, in the other words, to the people, right? Mm -hmm. However, at at the end, that's actually not about to panned out. And I don't think so. It was even the intention at the beginning, because I think that it was kind of like you just reconstruct, you know. It was the idea. But uh, either through human nature, all in human nature, 'Cause uh, unfortunately we are corruptible or by, by intent possibly it becomes became something which not supposed to be. So the communists when they well, they came in nineteen forty five, kinda of to the power following World War II in uh, you know in Czechoslovakia, well they were, you know, riding on the idea like, hey, the people are suffering because of the capitalists. So, meaning, the only wealthy people were running the country, and uh, the poor people, which was majority, did not had no worth. Mm-hmm. So, we gotta give the people, you know, their you know their rights, that you know their chance to actually have effect on a country. So, give the country to the people. So far so good, right? But, and again, it was just false pretense. In reality, you know, what happened uh, about three years later, through revolution and so on, that the communists took the power, and they kept the power. There was no intent to sharing it with the rest of the country. Mm. And the lies, like, well, hey, for example, farmers, hey you poor farmers here and you, you are suffering you're working so hard all year long and at the end you have nothing to show off for and on the other hand those big farmers these big conglomerates uh, they make a huge money we're going to redistribute all that stuff all those fields, you know, equipment and so on, we're going to give everybody, all these small farmers you know, piece of it that was that didn't happen at all because at the end, uh, they just took land from everybody. Hmm. And just were like, hey, we, the country, meaning we, the communists, uh, we, who are really in power, we going to run all those farms. Same with the businesses. They were promising, too, helping the small businesses. At the end, they nationalized everything, and specifically the small businesses like You know, with like one, two, three employees and so on, they told those people, hey, just you shut it down, you are over, go work to the factory. Mm -hmm. And the big businesses, you know, big ones, you know, when 100 people and so on, 100 employees and so on, they of course nationalized those. So, So there was nothing private at the end, which is kind of different from the United States, right? Right. And with that, with the businesses, they took control over everything. Over education, you know, healthcare industry, transportation, media, everything. And it's, it's kind of scary because that's kind of slowly happening in the United States as well. I mean, when you really think about it, uh, what our fathers, founding fathers intended 200 plus years ago our country and what it is today it's dramatically different Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think so our founding fathers intended that government for example is going to take take over education
0: oh yeah that uh
1: completely that yeah that you know our government is going to be slowly taking over the healthcare industry that Mm is going to be controlling the media and the speech Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, so on and so on. So you can definitely see the parallels, right? That we're kind of heading in the wrong direction because at the end, that, you know, that the idea, the construct, like, oh, it's going to be for the people is just false pretense. It's not truth. And again, in some cases, by intent, And possibly, in our cases, by intent, the people who are pushing for it, they already know what's going on, and they're just lying to the people, or just because of the, you know, human nature. I mean, give you an example, the French Revolution. I do not think so that it was by intent that it's gonna get corrupted to the point that, as they say, the revolution devours its own children when they start, you know, actually killing even their own people. that was not by intent, it just happened by the fallen human nature. Just people are corruptible. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the communists, especially, you know, following World War II in Czechoslovakia, Poland, Hungary, Bulgaria, and so on, these people knew very well what they are doing at that point. Mm-hmm. So, I can assume that the people who are pushing for the socialism or even communism in our very own country or Western Europe and so on I believe they know very well what they're doing because the idea by the communism or socialism it's evolving it's it's not it's not the same as it was 100 years ago it just people behind it they become smarter, wiser you know, they're adjusting the idea but at the end it's just a the whole thing is about controlling the people, right? And that's all. That's all. Control the people through, you know, all different, you know, powers. The government got in this position, right? It is a political power. It's, you know, it's a media. You know, it's a military and police, uh, education, healthcare, e- economy. I mean, you name it, right? So. So,
0: So, oh, sorry. mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, so what were some things that you experienced when you were living in Czechoslovakia um, that you didn't have and that we here in America, we have that we kind of take for granted? Is there any?
1: uh, For example, the freedom to choose your your destiny. Freedom to decide what you want to do with your life. Right. In communism they didn't have that, ch- that that those choices, like hey, well, my kids I would like to my kids, you know, go to the college and then based on what they studied to become the doctors, engineers, you know, teachers and so on. Well in communism they didn't have that choice. There were only so many spots, right? Uh, in each, you know, schools of higher education and the communists ensured that the only the, the people, or only the kids of the parents who are 100% on board with the communism, had access to those schools. So, if you give you an example, like we think of one family, which is raising very, very good kids, they have very, very intelligent kids, very smart ones, you know, A's and so on, and who would do very well in any field of higher education. Just because they were not supporting the party, they couldn't get their kids there, and usually those kids ended up at best at, at some vocational school or went straight to the manual work. On the other hand, uh, the kids of the party members, even though their kids were not very intelligent to say at least, some of them are very, very stupid because, and again, those people were very corrupted, therefore their families were dysfunctional, and at the end, their kids were a mess, just kind of like a current president's son, kind of on the same level. Right. those kids were allowed to go to universities you know, to attend the colleges and at the end they became the doctors professors, engineers even though their performance was horrible but they were just pushed through the system because that's what they wanted and that was one of the reasons why economically uh, it was unsustainable because at the end the people you know running the country and uh, again the leading people in healthcare you know and economy and so on were badly educated, unintelligent they had no interest in uh, do anything good except just for themselves so how that could work? Not very well, right? Yeah, Imagine no. for example yeah. Hunter, Bi- Hunter, Bi- Hunter Biden be, I don't know you know be a minister of the economy <laughs> or being a doctor, you know, in a hospital, being a surgeon, like I will probably run away. <laughs> so, well, so, so it was bad. It, and uh, yeah,
0: is mm-hmm. it kind of like, like a caste system where you're basically yes. you're selected to for some occupation or some kind of job? You don't actually have the choice. And so, the thing is, is that that means that if you had the connection. Mm-hmm. To get into a high-powered job, you would get it. Mm-hmm. But even yeah. even if you didn't have the the knowledge or even the willpower to actually even want to take that job, yet if you did have the willpower, you you did have the knowledge, or at least had the brain function to actually get to that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yet you didn't have the connection. You would it, no chance. You would be just be stuck at whatever. Uh, occupation you'd have been selected that's is that kind of how it went exactly
1: that's what it is Mm -hmm. and you can see even right now north korea are the one who is actually that's using that system the the caste system so only the privileged kids have access to those schools and to look how north korea is look you know looking right now i mean it's depressing yeah it's pretty bad over there so at the end it just uh, it doesn't work it's a horrible 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 idea unfortunately that's uh, we are kind of you know pushing kind of for the same thing you know past you know 20 years at least uh, having the quotas for specific uh, specific you know you know uh, students from you know particular you know areas and uh, even though that they are not good we're just going to put them there because that's what we need, quota from those people. We aren't as, a, as bad as a communist were, who like only the people, you know, from certain, you know, certain families can make it to the school. What right. we are doing is just we have a quotas, but we are kind of halfway there. We, we kind of like, well, only these people can, you know, need 20% of those and 20% of those and so on. We kind of go in the same way with the education, higher education. Mm-hmm. It's very, very unfortunate because at the end, it should be uh, universities should be attended and you know schools of higher education should be attended by the kids who have the interest to be there because they have you know really inside something which they want to actually enhance, develop. And actually, share it with the rest of the world, rest of the people in the country, should be you know also intelligent enough to actually you know perform very well in those schools. But you know you, you know you are in university or so right now. You yeah. know that is, that is not is actually the case. It's almost like you get the badge of honor nowadays having it. Uh, Having you know, the graduate or postgraduate, you could "Hey, I'm look at I, you know, graduated from Stanford or graduated from uh, Notre Dame. Look at me, look at me, right?" It's not about, well, hey, I want to do something with it, right? Or I was I was a really good student and I did best what I could. It's all about like, oh, I got a diploma. Look at me, yeah. And yeah, it doesn't work. It's it's a horrible way to actually run our educational educational system. But at the end. Universities today, you know, with yourself in colleges, they're taking a lot of a lot of money from the government, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are non-profits, so they have to pay the taxes, and uh, they go with the they go with yeah. this you know yeah. with that system
0: quote unquote non-profit they make a profit the presidents are still sitting on a giant wad of cash, but it's just they can use a lot of fancy verbiage to uh, to kind of skirt around yeah. some of those lo- rules.
1: <laughs> um, yeah so uh, so saying that you asked me how was the daily life so let me just talk about education so far only right uh, the regular folks they saw it they were living in that system and it's very depressing right it's depressing when you, when you work as hard as you can you're making right choices in your life you're taking care of your family and at the end, it doesn't make any difference in your life, mm-hmm. and especially when you see the people on the other side, right? Uh, members of the party or people who were supporting the party—they um, doing very well, no matter how much, how lazy they are, how they cheat, and you know how really you know indifferent they are to the. With their families, their kids, and so on. How corrupt they are! It doesn't matter. They're doing very, very well. Well, at the end, you know, the people who were, who were just to the poor, right? They said like, well, okay, so screw it. I. Why should I work hard? Why should I even try? I'm just gonna go through work. I'm just gonna sit through it. I just didn't do so so job, and then I'm gonna go home. And uh, when I get home. Uh, I'm going to take every opportunity I can to get more stuff, more money for myself. Otherwise, I I, I can go, I don't know, go to some construction place, you know, at evening and steal the stuff, steal the material or, you know, going to be doing some black market stuff, selling some stuff, you know, from my work. Just everybody was at the end was cheating, you know, lying. The whole system was just completely corrupted to the bone with the people. Because, you know, when you live that system, you know, for 40, 50 years, at the end, everybody gets corrupted. Mm-hmm. And those uh, who really really resisted the corruption, they left the country, even though they it was pretty hard and there was risk to the life. Uh, they still took that chance. I, I'm leaving, you know. You
0: yeah, know, well, I mean that's so, how that's how this family got got to America, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is well that's
1: that correct though, yeah. That yeah. is correct yeah. So, so
0: was there anything else um, that we Americans take for granted that you didn't have the opportunity uh, to ha- have or experience in in Czechoslovakia?
1: Well, how would your definitely a religion. Mm. Uh, you know how it is in, in our country. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best Christian myself. I'm trying to, but, uh, you know, how it is. So, like, if you talk to the people, you know, ask them about their religious affiliation. And the majority of the people are going to tell you, like, well, I'm a Christian. I was baptized and so on. But, you know, I don't go to church anymore. I, I believe in God, you know, I pray God to God at home. Why should I go to the church? Why should I really leave my religion? Why should I make these choices in my life, everyday choices, based on what God wants me? It's too hard to follow. I just going to do what I want to do, but I still got faith in God. I, they take, it, you know, uh, the religious freedom for granted, because in communism, that was not the case. Uh, again, at the beginning, hey, the communists didn't say like, "Hey guys, we're gonna prohibit religion in our country," because that wouldn't fly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were lying, you know, and they were saying, "Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, if you, people want to go to the church, yeah, we're gonna do everything what you can, you know, to support, you know, your decision uh, to be person of God and uh, your faith and so on," but. You know, it took just a few years, a couple of years or so, and they start shutting down the churches. They imprisoned the priests and the nuns and anybody who was religious. And once they got those imprisoned, then they start focusing on the um, population. So, who presented themselves as the Christians, they were also, you know, imprisoned. And being imprisoned at that time was a little bit different than it is today. Prison was not, oh, hey, you're going to watch TV all day long. You're going to have three meals per day. Hey, you can go to the gym, workout, and, uh, you know, if you want to study. You're going to give you some books and you can study, you know. No, 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 no. In prison, in communism was like, hey, that's a hard labor. You're going, to, you're, going to work, you're going to work all day long. And you're going to have maybe two meals per day if you're lucky. Mm. And the work you're gonna do is the worst work which nobody wants to do you know nobody wants to do you're gonna work like in in mines, uranium mines, and your life expectancy is gonna be like three years, four years because you're gonna die from radiation by, <laughs> right. you know, by the time, Yes, yeah, something like that so the religious freedom we're taking really for granted nowadays, but all that time. Be a Christian. Like people really took it seriously. Those who actually stayed faithful to God. Right. And many times they had to do it, kind of like really, you know, in secret. Very, really, really secret. Kind of like in, like in the Roman Empire, in catacombs, hiding in, you know, in caves and so on. You know, worshiping God. That was kind of the same way. Like it was really, really secret. It kind of loosened up. In later years, especially like back in eighties, but even at that time, police were watching what they were saying. Like it was really, really very, really controlled because secret police was was everywhere, and they hear something, something which just sounds a little bit nefarious, a little bit not aligned aligned with the communists. Yes, you would go to prison right away. Mm.
0: Well, so, yeah um I would love to talk and, uh, more about uh, mm-hmm. yeah. about communism, but I think we <laughs> we unfortunately have run out of a bit of time, so um we'll probably revisit this uh this topic in a future episode, um but I, we will have to cut it a little short for for today. so um that'll be it for this week. Uh, in the next episode, we'll actually talk about honesty. In work ethics um, and uh, yeah if you have any questions feel free to send them to us as we may answer them in a future episode we'd appreciate it if you could follow us on all social media and until next week thanks for listening take care and god bless godspeed